This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Raven Greer. Hi, everybody. My name is Raven. I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. And we'll go back to another episode of Smoking Out the Closet. How's it going, guys? How's it been? How was your Yule, your Christmas, your Kwanzaa? You know, how how was everything for you this this year, this holiday season that we are uh, still in, maybe, for some people? I believe Kwanzaa is still going on at this time, but, like, how has the holiday season been for everybody? I also believe that, like, if you're in an office, they include, like, like the government stuff, they include New Year's Day and that kind of bubble. Maybe. And that space in between. So it all depends on, like, where you're going. Yeah. But yeah, how did everybody's thing go? Like, whatever you celebrated, how did it go? I want to check something real quick. Since you brought up New Year's. What's up? I want to check something since you brought up New Year's. Okay. And I'm leaving this in the podcast. Yes, I am. Just bring it up the calendar. Uh oh. That's Saturday. Yeah. The day after New Year's will be our next. The, the next episode we're going to record. Yeah, so we won't talk to you until next year. Yeah, this is our last episode of the year, baby. Wow. Oh, we should wrap up this year. Yeah, this episode. episode two. Um. Ba 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 ba. I forgot. <laughs> we were talking about celebrating, and we were, we were going to transition to like yeah. how we celebrated. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we were, because you and me had two adults, our celebration of festivities with our families got cut short. Yeah. Um, so we were originally going to, uh, uh, so you were, you closed Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. I opened this morning, which is Boxing Day. And for you non friends out there, the day after Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we got home at like one in the morning. Yeah. Almost last night. Oof. It sucked. It was <clears> rough. <throat> it was very rough. I fell asleep in the car, didn't even realize it. That was the text was funny. I was like driving and listening to this book and then Raven was like <laughs> And I'm like, Oh well she was asleep. Or yeah, I thought you said to say something to me and it's just I look over and you're <laughs> Like mouth agape and like your head against the window. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I've listened to that book three times then. I know, but it's a good freaking book. It is a good freaking book. Um, the Roommate Agreement by Jay. Go read it. It's a, it's a lesbian queer book. We finally got our Amazon family thing worked out, so we both can share our audiobooks and our ebooks. And like, I gave Raven my old Kindle for Christmas. Mm. We're gonna share like digital books and stuff too, and like, yeah, so we can share benefits and not. We don't have to pay twice for things. Right. Mostly. Um, <laughs> so, do you want to talk about... Uh, what about the holiday do you want to talk about? Let's talk about it all. Let's talk about, like, our tradition we usually do every year of, like, how we open our presents that we exchange and give to each other before we on Christmas Eve before we go to your parents. Yeah, so this started when we were dating, I believe. Yeah. Um, before we got engaged, we would give each other our gifts for each other before either we went to see our parents or, you know, separately or together, uh, whatever. So we got, we, we gave each other gifts early 
on Christmas Eve, typically. Um, So we just kept that tradition alive. Um, So Alex got me some really, really cute stuff. And Raven got me some really, really cool stuff. Um, And, you know, it's not all about the money. Some of it was just, like, cute things that made me think of you. Like, I got you... Uh, a mug from Spencer's that says Prescription Coffee by Dr. Joe or something like yeah. that. Um, and it's like reef, uh, drink Monday through for best results, drink Monday through Friday to tolerate your co-workers refill when bitchy. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 and I got you like some really good uh, Guatemalan Yeah, coffee. Guatemalan organic dark roast dark coffee. roast ethically sourced coffee. Oh my god, it smells amazing, and I took pictures of that beside my mug. I should probably, I should post them. We should post some cool stuff on our Instagram. We should. Of stuff we got for Christmas. Um, I know we already talked about our pipes, because those were our Christmas, early Christmas presents. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, oh thank god, this smells so good. I went and bought a, like, cheap pack of coffee floaters, and we do some pour over. I'd be all fancy with my coffee in the morning. <laughs> I used to hate people who ordered pour overs when I worked at the cafe, but now I'm like, that's a good idea. So I'm just into a couple of coffees, so I'm gonna make a whole pot of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a manual Keurig. It was around before the Keurig became a thing. Fun fact. Uh, Keurig took inspiration from pour-over coffee, plus like a weird mix of instant coffee, which I still think is kind of yeah. a cardinal sin. I used to drink it. I don't know why. It's just pour hot water over these instant coffee-flavored things. It's, just, it's freaky, man. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, sorry. Side write about coffee. <laughs> Saying okay. that I got a cool <laughs> mug that I want to make coffee in. And Raven got me really cool coffee that was from, like, the I Made It market as well. Yeah. That place was such a good source for gifts this year. It really was. And they're still open until, I think, the second. Yeah. And then they're doing a Valentine's Day one. Yeah. In another location, though. Yeah. Well, it's still probably going to be really close. Yeah. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. Your words are, like, within 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, basically. How many exits is it? One exit lengths? Is it one or two? Yeah. Um, that's that's a very Pittsburgh thing. Measuring distance by how many exits you have to go on and off. <laughs> I just realized that. Um, but yeah, I also got you your hat, your pride hat. My pride hat. I do have my stoner hat on right now, but I've been wearing, I wore my pride hat to Christmas yesterday. And it's rainbow and it says daddy on the front in rainbow letters. And I was like, I'm going to wear this tomorrow. And you started to turn red. I was like, what? Come on. Your dad knows that you, that you call me daddy too. So You said that to him as a joke. As a joke. And I got super bright It was red. hilarious and I loved it. And he was like, I knew she had a complex of some sort. He just rolled with it because your dad's freaking cool. He's an asshole. He's a cool asshole. No, he, he's really funny. Both of my parents are really cool. Yeah. Uh, really accepting of who we are. There's um, so like I have so many thoughtful gifts this year. I just right. um, I got you a clock. I did. Kind of. It, it's it's parts a, of a clock. It, it's it's parts of a clock. It's basically you're supposed to supply your own vinyl record as a kit to make that vinyl record a clock. Which is super personal because like you pick your favorite record or you pick one that you found somewhere that you got super cheap and kind of played when you bought it. And you can repurpose it mm-hmm. if it has a big scratch or something in it, like. That has history and story behind it. You make it into a clock, something you look at every day, which is super cool. And I picked the C and D sides of the Cure's Greatest Hits on vinyl, which I'm not going to lie. I had to open that hole up a bit in the middle where it sits onto the table with my pocket knife to get it to slide onto the mechanism. And it just it hurt my heart a little bit. That's okay, because I know I can get more. Cause they actually have a pre-order sale. Nice. And like Target. I think we got that one at Target. We got that one at Target. 
Walmart, one of the two. Walmart or Target in their weird little niche vinyl section. Because we, I have to see it, like, honey, that's secure, and you're like, ooh. Ooh. I was like, I already own this in MP3, CD, and, like, MP4, and all the sorts of files. But, like, I love you, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those albums I'll just buy over and over and over and over and over again. It's um, like, like, like Stardew is the game I buy over and over uh-huh. and over again. Just because I love it so much. Or some people with Skyrim. Yes. Those people that Bethesda still markets to as Skyrim. Um, but there was also... I got a really cool gift. It was the only thing I asked for for Christmas. Yeah. And I got it. And she was so excited about it. I got a magical butter machine, you guys. So cute. We did some decarb tonight. With yeah. Some we, of my lemon jeep flour. Yeah, we. I used the decarb, the magical butter branded decarb kit. Um, I have two now. I kind of felt silly because I bought it for you not knowing it was in that kit. Yeah, it's fine. But then you're just like, yo. And I was like, wait a second, this might be a really great thing. You can do two different strains at the, the same, same time, time without mixing them. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. No, this is really good. She'll use this. Or if you use one, put the other one in the sink and then, you know, rinse that and while you wait for it to dry, use the other one. Yeah, mom, mom was really cool. She she got it. She got it. I think you and her kind of picked out and did everything like yeah. that. I sent her links and I was like, wait a second, she wants this one. Which ones do you think she'll like? And I gave her options. Like, we, yeah, we, we can spy her every year about your gifts. And one of the gifts, I the conspired. big gift that I got for you. You can spy her with who? Mom. Oh. With your box. Oh, yeah. You guys always, yins are always up with something. And like, oh my gosh, this, this box, you people, everybody, this box is so cool. It's like a little chest, right? And it looks like leather on the outside. And it's like pink and shiny. And you has two latches and you open it. And there's all these eggs that mom had glued, like, you know, like, plastic Easter eggs, right? Mm-hmm. But she glued, like, backs of thumbtacks and buttons to give these shells that look like dragon eggs. And it's on this pillow. And one of the eggs is, like, busted open. And there's a little dragon sitting in it, garden, like, a hoard of stuff. And mom's like, that's for your dice. You your dice and the eggs. And I was like, oh, my God, I love it. It is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, the year that you got me... That wand. Like, that I made by hand. It's the coolest thing ever. I really appreciate gifts like that. Like, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be a lot. But if you thought about me the entire time you made that and all the time and love and energy that goes into that, just, it makes my heart burst. I love it. You're so cute. Just, I love you, baby. Yeah, but yeah, that present, I love you too, baby. That present was just so, it's just so amazing. And you're like, I'm afraid you weren't going to like it. I was like, the frick? No, speaking of mom, mom bought the Levo 2 for herself. So we can do a brand comparison for butter machines yeah, and the Levos. So I talked to her. She's going to write a review of the Levo 2, and I'm going to write a review of the Magical Butter Machine, and she's going to send me the review. We're going to swap notes. Yeah, and then I'm also going to like read both on, on the podcast. So, you know, that, that'll that be really cool, really nice. That was cool. And your mom was like, hey, podcast content. And we were like, huh? Yo, mom was straight up like, yeah, I support my kids. I don't know what all they're talking about or what they're doing, but I support my kids. Yeah, it's kind of funny because Kira's in this weird, like, YouTuber-obsessed stage where she picked you. I think that's who that... Rambu? Yeah. Rambu? Uh, Rambu. Rambu And is. a couple other... Like, she plays Minecraft and Fortnite, and she, she, she has her own YouTube channel. And I remember being that age and being obsessed with that one or two YouTubers that nobody really knew about. Like, back then it was, like, Markiplier and Jack when they were really small. Yeah. In YouTube-wise. And, like, age-wise. Um, but yeah, like, I remember being her. Yeah. So, I know what that's like. But yeah, I wish I wish my parents were more like your parents. Your parents are so freaking cool, because your mom's just like, yeah, do it. 
go, go, go. I don't know what you're talking about, but you look cool doing it. <laughs> like, she has to, like, I listen to the podcast sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm there to support you. Mm-hmm. Like, just, oh. Your mom's just, like, the ideal mom. Mm-hmm. And I know I've told you this many times, and I've told your mom this many times, because I appreciate the hell out of the both of you. Yeah. Um... I just lost my train of thought. I just sorry. We were talking about Crimin. Crimin, yeah. Um, I like your gifts. We were yeah. started with off with the magical butter machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we okay, got into okay. a little bit of a rant. Yeah, about the Levo mom. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm back. I'm back. You're back. Yeah. Um, it's hard to rail this train on my new weed. Do you want to review? Yeah, or? while we're thinking about this, because this is why we are like this the way we are. Last time I smoked this, I got like this too. I'm happy, bubbly, giddy, little bitch right now. And then after I come down, I'm going to want to get me up. Yeah, well, we're going to bed after. We're going to shower. Shower and go to bed. And then go to bed. But yeah, I am smoking that Tropical Thunder, Moxie's Tropical Thunder. I think I smoked like a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And it makes me happy, bubbly, giddy, little bitch. So I was like, yeah, I want to smoke that for the podcast with me. That was fun. Um... I am smoking a new strain. Uh, it's called Cresco's Director's Cut. Um, it, it's it's really good. It's got a nice flavor. It's kind of like um, how I imagine smoking lemongrass would be. I love it. It sounds like it, it tastes really it's good. It's not really lemony, but it's kind of like a sweet grass kind of kind of. I'm just imagining because I used to eat lemongrass all the time as a kid. Yeah, and like I just sit in the yard. And just eat it, it's of it's got a sweet, very herbal, kind of chamomile yeah. flavor to it, you know? It sounds delightful. Uh, very smooth smoke. I mean, I only coughed a couple of times. Enough, to make, enough, enough to make your weird alien noises that you make <laughs> when you smoke and cough. I can't, I can't do it myself. Um, weird alien noises. I, I've, I've got a great head feel right now. It's not anxiety-inducing. It's kind of floaty. So... 4.5 out of 5. This has been the second best strand I've had so far, right behind Cresco's Pineapple Express, which I was originally on my way to go get from the dispensary. And then you picked up this, too. Because, no, I picked this up instead because they ran out. Oh, yeah. Literally, like, half the an hour. The guy before. right before you that yeah. came in got the last Pineapple Express. So. I remember that story. Also, shout out to the guy. I'm not going to say your name because I'm not sure how comfortable you are with that. But your name starts with S. So, S over the dispensary. You, I, I was talking about my podcast and everything, and you were like, oh, I gotta, I gotta check this out, and you wrote it down. Cool, man. I think you might, he might have been the same dude, brown hair, like, like kind of slender frame guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the same dude I told you was super cool when I first went in there to get that, um, first, pa- like, new patient discount. He's the same. Yes. Yeah. He's the same, the same dude. Oh, okay. He's the same dude. Okay. So he's super chill. He's the one I was telling you about, like, oh my god, this guy knew so much. Yeah. He recommended this strain of smoke today to me called Tropical Thunder. It's him and this uh, this other girl that was there, the cute girl. <laughs> one of the two. They've suggested some really great brands from there. Nice. So, like, man, what they're doing over there. I love it. Um, Speaking of what short news blurb, we're getting a third dispensary back in State College in that area, in the Center County area. Yeah, so third dispensary, but I never knew where the second one was. I don't either. At least he, I've been here, what, not even two months, and I know where both closest dispensaries are, the one in Ross uh, Ross Park Township, over where I work, and then the one over here in Robinson Township. 
Yeah, and then I know the one at Cranberry. I know of it. I haven't. I don't know localized why. I haven't driven past it yet. I should say. And then I know the Ethos that's on the other side on, of Robinson, like past like the Walmart and everything. Like, yeah. That other side, it's Seneca's Crafton yeah. area, or something like that. Anyway, there's Ethos that's really close yeah. by too. And then there's another one, and then there's Sunnyside downtown. I've heard of all of them. Two I've had experiences with our one in Robinson by the, in our backyard, mm-hmm. and the one I've drove past on the way back from the bank at work. Yeah, which I think might be Ethos. Yeah, that's, yeah, other, that's Ethos. That's one of the other Ethos uh-huh. locations. Hey, guys, I want to work in the cannabis industry. I know I'm green with it as an employee, but I am currently an assistant manager. So like she if, brings a lot of good work ethic to the table. She's willing to learn. If you guys hire me, I I'd be willing to work. Even if I gotta get a second part time job, I mean, it suck, but I mean, I do it. I did it for a while with yeah. two companies. And now you're working full time at the one you wanted to work at. I can. I moved up the ladder. Right. Um. Is there anything else you want to bring up about like holidays? Oh yeah, mommy goes with Lebo too. Um, I'm not sure if it was just because I'm not sure if mom used sunflower lectin in it or not. But she made gummies with coconut oil, and they kind of started like to separate and fall apart, you know, and crumbly. Um, it is good. Oh yeah, I liked they it. taste really good. Mom doesn't like the taste of pot though. She's like, they're, I don't like it. They're a little pungent. I feel like if you had a little bit more of whatever flavor she used, if you get an extract and put in there, it might yeah. off balance some of that. Like a tincture. Yeah. Because apparently, if you do a tincture the old school way, it tastes like four months. But with the magical butter machine, not sponsor, but sponsor us, please. Sponsor I'll, so I'll cool. put another thing in um, for you guys to sponsor us. But if you put a thing in with a magical butter machine, it takes it down to four hours. Yeah. Because that's what I'm doing here soon. Because I decarved and realized I didn't have any uh, lectin, which binds everything, I guess. Yeah, it acts as a catalyst. Yeah, it's like the eggs in a cake. She's more of a cook, and I told her I'm more of the the baker. I know the science and stuff behind it, because it is a science. And you're making a concoction, if you mess one ingredient up, it's not going to come out right. Like, cakes, if you put too much sugar in them, they'll become too sticky. If you leave too much flour out, they'll become too light and airy and, like, hard on the inside. Is he, I, I'm a cha- agent of chaos. I cook. I literally... There are no rules in There cooking. is no rules in cooking. I asked her mom the recipe for what is in the green bean casserole, because I've never made a green bean casserole ever. It's like four ingredients. And mom's like, okay, here's the ingredients. I'm like, well, how much am I putting into it? She goes, okay, I get it. Let the ancestors tell me when to stop. Yeah. Got, got it. it. <laughs> but yeah, you can do that with cooking and not fucking anything up. And, and sec- Except if you catch it on fire. That's what the only way you fuck cooking up, right? Or 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 at the lid of the thing you're shaking ends up in the in the container. Yeah, we've had that happen before. <laughs> it, like the fucking yams at Golden Corral the other day. Somebody puts a cook too much goddamn cinnamon in it. Oh, and whatever the hell you made some sort of mac and cheese. With the garlic. No, it was I was I was making spaghetti sauce. Oh yeah, you and it was sauce. the second time I was making it using my cheap Campbell soup method for you. Yeah. And you really liked it the first time, so I was going to do it the second time that way. And uh, the, the garlic salt ended up falling into the soup. Because Sue Selatine couldn't eat it. 
Yeah, because no. I, I was experimenting because I used soup for making a lot of sauce bases. So it's not about making, cheap. you know, spaghetti sauce out of soup. And it's literally so much cheaper because they charge you, like, what, $3 for a jar? Mm-hmm. And then you get 98-cent Campbell's soup for a can and you can stretch that. And to it's condensed it's already. Condensed. It's so basically you, tomato paste. Yeah, so you stretch it as far as you need it with the sauce. They just thick as thin as you like it. Yeah, or the off-brands get, like, what, 25 cents a can? Yeah. You can make the same amount of stuff for only twenty five cents. That's like so much less than like what they're charging you. Yeah. You're just doing the work, that's all it is. Yeah. But I mean I don't know. Any hoodle. Um You're just <laughs> Um I got pumpkins. Oh yeah, you do. We have stoner snacks. Mom has stoner snacks. Stoner pantry is awesome. Oh, I got a jar because I'm looking at that it is. Is it looking back at you? I know. <laughs> uh, it's very uncanny. It's freaky, funky, and weird. It's but like very, very stoner. Us. Yeah. It's a jar, but it's a head, and it's wearing a hat. That is a trans pride flag. <laughs> and it's smoking a joint. And I just look at that, and it just makes me fucking. It <laughs> looks like when someone happens. puts shaving cream all over their head. It's like fucking. This is Doubtfire. Hello! <laughs> Oh, it's Mrs. With Doubtfire with the, cream. with the cream pie. It's Mrs. Doubtfire smoking a blunt. Think of it that way. It's Mrs. Doubtfire smoking a joint. And she has, the, she, she has the thing on her head, too, and she puffs up. It's just transparent colors. It's all, that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's so funny and weird looking. And Mom was like, are you alone? And I was like, Raven's in the kitchen. And she sent me a picture of that. And I was like, oh my god, that's funny. It's cute, and I love it. Yeah, that's right. That's where our D-card uh, weed is in right now. And we learned something today about that. You can store it for like up to six months if it's THC. Yeah. More, like t- more THC. You won't see any degradation in the amount of THC. Now, if it's CBD, that's it, it degradates a lot faster. So don't do that with your high CBD decarbs. You want to use this right away. But yeah, um, that was cool to learn today. Yeah, it really was. Um, hey, Penny. Mama, maybe a recording. Um, what else did we get? Uh, for two. We saw the lights on Candy Cane Lane. Oh yeah, we went to see the lights on Candy Cane Lane and you cried. Oh, I did. It was so beautiful and amazing and it made me so happy and I just got so happy and I just cried. I'm a crier. If I get too angry, I cry. If I get sad, I cry. If I get happy, I cry. I'm not very intimidating in a fight because I get so pissed at you that I'm going to cry. <laughs> I don't know. I just cry a lot. Um, what are your hopes for the new year? Changing, changing gears here. I want to, like, you know, be comfy and, like, not have to worry about stuff and, like, you know, just be a lot less stressed and a lot more calm. Yeah, these last few weeks have been very stressful for us. Like, we're still unpacking some things. Um, it's A lot of it's just because I'm working, like, 48 hours a week. And I'm working whenever I have off. I just don't have the spring because, like, the summer is really hard on me. Mm-hmm. So... Once once the new year starts kind of getting rolling, we're probably gonna get the more ball rolling on like unpacking and officially moving in. Yeah, it's just been a slow process. It's a fast <laughs> fucking process getting out here. Oh my god, it's a slow process getting settled. I mean, I guess that can go for anything too. Like true. I I also had the whole thing of uh, the Incredibles from the first Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Bob, it's official. What's official, dear? We are officially moved in. What? I just said I unpacked the last box, so it's official. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be us. Yeah, um, it, we get 
unpacked officially. It is. I was playing a game on Xbox Game Pass called Unpacking, and it's talking to Malik over there at Hot's a podcast. And I was like, yo, dude, I'll play it. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing Unpacking. He's like, wait, aren't you doing that in real life? What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, it's so much fun. You get to learn about your main character. You never see them. But you learn about their life and who they are by unpacking their stuff as they move from like childhood to teenagehood to adulthood to going to college and getting their first roommate. Like, it's it's crazy. It's such a cool game. Don't you even think about it. Did you? No. And I thought about getting on the Switch because it'd be cool to play on the go. But like, I had a game, I had game Pass for a bit. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Child, I'm not, I'm not up for it. Go away. Um, I'm sorry. Phineas is trying to jump on Alex's lap. I'm being stalked. I'm, I'm looking forward to get back into my art because we found my art tablets, charger, and everything. So I'm looking forward to drawing. I'm, once I'm done with my pitch, I'm going to submit it to a bunch of companies. So I, my, my hope, I will manifest it on the podcast because last time we manifested something on here this we podcast, are. we're here. Um, I'm getting published. You are. You're getting published. This year. Or or my pitch is going to be accepted. This year. This year. And that is my goal, is to become a, a graphic novelist and an author. Yeah. Um, so my pitch will be accepted. And, you know, hopefully we can, you know, I'll have... You know, they'll buy the pitch and then whoosh. We'll pay you royalties for X amount of time for this thing. Yeah, like, I don't know how that works. Do they pay me up front for working or do I have to do that while... It depends on the contract in the publishing world because I wanted wanted to be published too. I'd love to write a novel and be published. I still kind of want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I've looked into a lot of the publishing things and I've talked to publishers and there's two ways to go about it with books. Excuse me. Would you piss off? You either can sell it up front and say, this is how much I foresee this making in the future mm-hmm. with current market and what you're telling me about reception and trial, right? So this is what I will accept for it. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, this is... The, it's from the purchaser side. They're like, this is what we see it's going to make in the next 10 years. This is what we're going to sell you, give you now, which... You can get shorted that way if it becomes way more popular than you ever intended. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why J.K. Rowling, perfect example, still gets royalties from Harry Potter is because she signed the second kind of agreement, whereas you pay me first for where it appears first for the majority of the work, right? Mm-hmm. For everything after that, whether it references me for X amount of years, I think it's 20 years until it goes into public domain and needs to be re-upped, which is, J.K. Rowling has done that. I think it's up to, like, 60 at this point, so mm-hmm. she's always going to get royalties for Harry Potter. Um, but she'll get paid that increment over that time period, and it can fluctuate and it can get more and it can get less depending on how many movies and stuff are made, video yeah, games that reference but it. Like, here, here's the thing I also think it's like it's going to be different is because it's ongoing comic series, like yeah. manga is. So I'm like, how's I know I gotta Robert, talk to Robert? He gets paid by commissions. He's I talk to him about this a lot too. Because I was like, how how do you make your money? Like, I understand you make a lot of money. Like, not a lot, a lot. Not filthy rich. But he, he lives rather comfortably. Mm-hmm. Gets to buy his collectibles and all that. So I know he is, he's comfortable, right? And I'm like, how do you make this money? I'm not invalidating. I'm just very curious of how the process works. And he said with one of his publishers, I'm not sure if I should say names. I'm going to keep it vague anyway. 
because um, there's a bunch of smaller ones he works for too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Put anyone's dirty laundry out. Um, but I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but he gets paid per page. So hey, we're gonna contract you for this 15 page comic, and you're gonna get a dollar fifty for the comic. You're gonna get this much for the entire project. And here's like hours and labor work and stuff into that. And they factor and give you one number per page. Like I know some people who write for newspapers get paid by the by the dollar amount. Mm-hmm. Um, however many words you write is how much you get paid, right? And how much they're willing to fit in that whatever slot they need for the paper or the online newspaper. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes it's a per gig thing. Um, sometimes they're under contract. Like um, when Sabrina was being made, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina with their publisher had a contract for, I think it was like two years at first, to give that just a little bit of runway room to get off, to mm-hmm. kick off the floor. And then it was an as-needed basis as they had time to publish it because it got big. Mm-hmm. So there's there are different ways to make money off of that and different styles to do it, and you have to weigh the pros and cons of each job. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's my biggest hope for the, for, the, for the year. Sorry, I went on a tangent, You're but getting... I know a lot about that I know, because I, I wanted to do it before. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so another thing we wanted to talk about was coming out as a stoner or as a queer. Yeah. Um, not to be used as stores. Like, uh, are using them as our reclaimed words. Yeah. Um, because I kind of came out as one today. I want to I see which one you think it, it was. I, I think it's it's your, you came out at work as a stoner? I get, yeah. Again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to say names. One of my co-workers, I don't smoke at work. Everyone knows this. Like, they've asked me 20 times, like, do you need to smoke, Greg? I'm like, I don't smoke. Because I don't. I gave a smoking cigarettes, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. Three years ago? It was shortly after you and I got together. Three years ago, then? Mm-hmm. And, or even more before that. But yeah. I was vaping. And I haven't vaped in, what, Eight months? Yeah, almost a year. Um, so, the only thing I smoke is weed. Um, so, like, uh, you know, Susan was talking about it, and I was like, and I only smoke, like, you know, uh, the... <laughs> Your brain short circuit there? Yeah. Uh, one of my other co-workers was basically, uh, talking about, like, hey, I only smoke, I, or my boyfriend smokes in the house, and I don't want to go to his parents' house and smoke, because, like, they have really nice carpet, and it's like all this like homemade shampoo or, or scent thing they put into it. It smells really nice, and has peppermint in it. And she doesn't want to ruin that, even through like bringing a baggie in yeah. that house. Um, and I said that's why I only smoke it on my patio. And then the coworker that basically figured it out was like, "What are you smoking? Did drugs? I guess I have my medical marijuana card, and then I was with my PTSD just said." Flat out like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. That's why I've come out a lot. Like, it's it's been like, I'll smoke on the, I made notes about, we're talking about this too, but like, I made notes on like the down, I like, I smoked on the down low, and a few people who I knew were cool with it, and I knew they also smoked, I let them in, right? Yeah. But the people who I was unsure about in my life, of how they would feel about it, I waited until I actually got my card and was like, yo, bitches, this is legal. Um, I do this now. Yeah. This is how I do. Like, I, he, <laughs> I did the same thing with me with my parents. I didn't really tell them about you until it was like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm getting married, right? Because that gave them zero time to say, no, you're not. I'm going to try to talk you out of it. I'm going to be manipulative. 
right? Yeah. That's the way that I figure out how to do things growing up in that kind of environment with them. Mm-hmm. But hey, it works, right? Yeah, we're happily married. Oh, yeah. Very happy. I had so much less to worry. Oh, sorry, baby. Oh. Sorry, I forgot about your thingy. So, for context, I have this, like, little, like, rubber thingy, because in the winter my hands shrink because of the cold, but they swell a little bad in, in the summer. So, in the summer, my ring fits properly, but in the winter, it, it's, it's supposed to fly off. I had a whole thing whenever she lost in the snow one year. So, um, I didn't realize it, but it got caught, like, that little rubber thingy got caught on the handle for the drive through window at work and I went I like I had it in my hand I let go and I turned and tried like pulling my hand mm-hmm. to go with me like at a normal speed and it went crunk and I'm like Hah! and I shouted the F for it and I felt really bad and I was like fuck and I felt really bad and like you okay and I'm like yeah my finger my ring got cut ow I've had that happen before at Taco Bell I won't, I don't care if I say where I work then, because that was just bullshit. They're already, their dirty laundry's already out. Yeah, it was in the newspaper. It was in the newspaper. Their dirty laundry has been all aired all everywhere. I don't care. Uh, yeah, that customer, that customer who got the Baja Blast. Oh, yeah, that was also your old story. I don't fucking care about that story where it burned down for all I give a shit. Uh, I watched them do several health code violations from my job across the plaza. Um, which is funny as fuck. But anyway. No, like when I worked there, I, I I had my you know my engagement ring, and I wasn't used to it it being there because I hadn't worn a ring for a while between like dealing with my ex and being with you. Yeah. So I wasn't used to it being there, and I would catch it in the lip of the bottom of the drive-through pull like pull handle. Yeah. And it would poke like a motherfucker. Oh my god, I've been there, but I never dislocated it like I think you did. Yeah, so we're pretty sure I dislocated it because um I was messing with it like at where the ring sits. And I was wiggling it, and I heard, like, a little crackling, and I was like, this feels really loose. And I'm like, I don't think I broke it, though. And I'm, I just keep wiggling it for a minute, and all of a sudden, it just goes crack and pop at the same time. And I go, ow, ooh. <laughs> like, like when you get your, your, your back popped by, like, a chiropractor, where it hurts for a split second, and then you just go, Oh. oh, yeah, but that feels better. Yeah. When I hurt for a second, oh my god, is these back in line again? And and I was talking to my one coworker who showed up. She she was taking over the shift for, for me because I was basically, she's my relief, right? And there's this little overlay so I can get stuff done and she can get stuff started. And um, I was telling her about it and she goes, it sounds like you dislocated it. And I'm like, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's not really swollen. It's not super swollen anymore. It's, it's a little black and blue at your, like, mid-ring knuckle, like your middle knuckle. Yeah, it's but gotta it's, be. it's nothing bad. Like, I'm not concerned about it bad, but I can definitely tell you did something to it. Stop fucking with it. You're gonna break it again. I'm breaking it? I'm just getting this part loose. No, no, stop messing with it. I don't want you to hurt it again and take it to the hospital. But, like, you can and tell I you... And sit here you, and crack yeah, all my knuckles. You did something to it, and you need to be careful with it. And I wish I still had finger sling, and I just stick one on you. <laughs> no, you need to put one of those shame dog collars. Yeah, shame around. dog collars on you. <laughs> so I can't I'll see put it. a little cone on your hand so you can't get in there with your other hand and fuck with it. <laughs> little cones on your hands. You come to work, you're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? My wife punches Edward Coney hands. <laughs> yeah. 
My wife is punishing me for fucking my finger. Because I don't want to take you to the emergency room. We haven't done that yet in Pittsburgh. Don't. Start. I'm not uh, taking you to the emergency room. That's fine. I've heard bad things about UPMC. Their their hospitals are, are, are pretty great around here. It's just that them as a company and paying their nurses. Yeah, true. Um, but they have very high standards. Okay, so going back to the, like, the topic we were talking about. Before you fucking with your finger. Yeah. And I accidentally hit you with and hurt your finger. Um, to, so, we, we know that, like, one is a lot easier than the other, and one, and they're both accepted in their own way in certain areas, so one can be easier than the other. It's kind of hard to find an overlap where they're both accepted. Yeah, or it's 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 very weird because, um, like a lot more people will say it's okay you're a stoner than they will say you're gay. Um, so I don't want to say that one's easier than the other or harder than the other to come out for, but one I I will say. Coming out as anything under the LGBTQIA plus umbrella can be threatening for some people in certain areas. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that one is a little more difficult to do. So we're just going to give general tips. Um, and I was going to give my tips, and then I was going to let you say yours or add on what you had, okay? Okay. Um, so, always find, make sure you're on neutral ground, never at a person's house, you know, do it somewhere where you know you're safe, and you're, you know, worst case, you can run. Um, I always say in crowded areas, they're better. So there's uh, more people. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to make a scene. Yeah. Um... It's like when you break up with somebody. Like at a coffee shop or something. Yeah. In public. So they're like, oh no, you brought me to a fancy restaurant so you knew I wouldn't make a scene. Come on, Francine. We all know this is for the best. I like the keys to my bike. Yeah. I, I'm quoting American Dad. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, that's the... the, the or the Stan Steve, Abro. The, the Steve Abro. This is the Steve breakup. This is the Steve mom breakup. Yeah. Um, but like... So you do it on a neutral area. Make sure you're safe. Always make sure you're safe. Make sure there's an out. Make sure that you have someone there to support you. Um, you know, have a fallback plan in case, you know, something does go wrong. Um, I know people who've been kicked out for being gay, and they didn't even come out. They just got figured out. Mm-hmm. Um... There's, My parents got figured out and lectured me about it. Yeah, you know, they'll, they'll lecture you uh, the possibility of, depending on where you live, conversion therapy camp. Um, just, just make sure you're safe, um, first and foremost. Um, if you know you're going to be safe, but you know if they're not going to accept it, really make sure you have a place to, like, in which case, they kick you out. You know, find a place to, like, hey, I need this place to stay, kind of thing. Um... And kind of, you know, be ready for questions. Um, you know, you're always going to have someone who's going to be like, I don't fully understand what this means or why you do this. 
can you explain it? And, you know, not everyone's going to be perfect. My parents, I've been out as transitioning. I've been transitioning for four and a half years now, no, almost five years, mm -hmm. five years in March. My parents still mess up my pronouns sometimes, but, you know, they're learning and it's okay. They're getting used to it. And honestly, they mess it up even before I figured out anything. Parents just have this scatterbrain bind to them if they have more than one child. Because it's like, Kira, Rayla, you, you, this problem, one. The problem is, I was an only child for my mom until my little sister came along. I mean, yeah, I did have two step siblings, but we didn't see them a whole lot. I think it was just because we helped with my cousins as well. Yeah, and my and cousins the more were always people involved is more confusing for even cis people to mess up their own pronouns. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I. I know there's other stuff, but I can't remember off the top of my head right now. See, I'm a little mine, too stoned. Mine's a little bit more of a theoretical approach, right? Yeah. Instead of like a straightforward, like, I'm going to talk to you about this. It's like, um... Well, that, that's that's the coming out, though. Like, actually, like, mom, yeah. dad, XY person, I want to talk. Mine is more of, like, figuring out if it's safe before you do actually uh, do that. The, the how to figure to out To test the waters, right? Okay. To see if it's safe and enough for you to actually be able to come out of the closet for um, if there's stuff going on in the news, like when I was in, in middle school and high school figuring things out, I talked to my friends about stuff that's going on in the news. Hey, like, the state just legalized gay marriage. What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. Just enough to, like, seem curious and pick their brain, but not get personal. So they don't know they're asking questions about how you're going to react whenever you tell them that you're gay, right? Mm -hmm. Or some letter of the rainbow. Um, or, like, I used to do this, too. Make up a fake friend. And your fake friend has this relationship problem. I hope my air quotes are conveying. Your fake friend um, had a problem, and like they're questioning their sexuality. Like, how would you, as your fr as if you were their friend, like, because I want to know what to do, mm. and like say, if you were me, how would you talk to them? So that gives you an idea of what to expect too, because you're asking about that fake friend. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a funny story later on down the road when you say, yeah, you remember like the Sierra person? Yeah, I made her up. She's not real. That was me trying to like figure out my sexuality, how do you respond? And usually that's met with, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> if they're really supportive, it's going to be an, oh, yeah, I know. I knew that's what you were doing. Um, but, yeah, definitely, like, test the waters like that. Um, if you do feel safe enough draw when you drop hints and you feel like people are going to support you, um, just bring it up casually in conversation. It takes a lot of the pressure off of you instead of, like, a sit down and, hey, I am this, this, and this. Because then there's a lot of pressure on you to feel like you have to perform and speak correctly and know what you're saying and be confident in how you're like, I, portraying. Yeah, I could see that. So, like, bring up hints and conversations. I've seen people come out in TikTok videos, which I think is super cool. To, like, their, their sister or their brother that they know that they're going to be supportive and it's, like, a hey. song about liking girls and guys. I'm a lesbian. But I thought you were an American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Those kind of things, because it was like a cuter, like, kind of still a surprise, but still confirming feeling. And then like, it starts a conversation, too. Yeah. Um. Now, with the stutter side, I think more of it is just be careful who knows, because some people may be assholes about it. And some people might also be like, yo, I'm still going to try to get you in trouble for this. Yeah, and especially, like, jobs, you know, they can't really do anything. Yeah. Because, like, you're, you're, you're not smoking on the premises. You're not, in, like, intoxicated, air quotes. 
Um, I mean, I, technically, you are when you hire or you're impaired, you're inebriated under the influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not doing it during, oh, they're playing through the couch. Yeah, they're through the couch. Phineas is on one side of the couch, and Paris on the other side of the cushion. Okay. And Phineas is like <laughs> trying to smack him in the head. It's really cute, but kind of very loud. Um, it's funny. Uh, we have a spray bottle that we use, and I always shake it. And Alex is like, "Why do you shake it?" And I always see why I shake him. it. Yeah, you pavlov him, knowing that that sound means he's gonna get wet. Yep, and he's not gonna like it. Yep. Instead of bringing the bell, I get a treat. You did the opposite. Yep. Pavlov. That worked, right? Yeah, it did work. Um, like it, it's not even like I don't really spray him to get bad. It's just more of hey, stop that kind of mm-hmm. thing. But like now that like he knows, hurting, he yeah, it. it's just water. But now that he knows the sound, I don't have to spray him all the time. Yeah, too. So you're on a wet cat trying to crawl in your lap in ten minutes because he's just like, "Well, hey, I love you again. I don't know that you just got me wet and sprayed me with water." But um, <laughs> I still want him to tear up the couch. Yeah, same. That was a free couch, but it was a nice couch, and I want to keep it that way, you know? Yeah. Ooh, my nose is out too. Um. <laughs> But like, yeah, people are still gonna try getting you in trouble. People are still gonna try to be assholes. You're still gonna try to call the cops on you or narc or, or like, judge you or say or try to blackmail you. You better give me X amount of weed or I'm gonna tell. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's just making you illegal because you're trying to get my medical shit, you fucker. So I'm gonna call the cops on you. Yeah, exactly. Um, just know your rights. Uh, no, you know, I know, like, listen to different people across different places and nations now. Which is so fucking cool. Just know your rights. Uh, we're speaking as Pennsylvania on the East Coast. In the United States of America. So. Oh, oh so you were in your cat scratcher box. Okay. He's in the cat scratch box. Oh my goodness. You two are on crack. Uh, on catnip. I think that's basically correct for cats. Um. But yeah, just 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 pick your battles, pick and choose your battles. No, it's legal, no, it's not. Know your rights, make sure you're safe. Yeah, I used to get super paranoid about being high in public, but that's that's not illegal, as long as you're not being a threat to yourself or others, or you're not being a nuisance. I've got a fucking Walmart grocery trips high. We went to fucking Golden Corral high off our asses. That was fun. People come into my work high off their asses all the damn time. Same. It's fine. But I work in a restaurant, so I mean. They just hit up their drive through and they're like, yeah. It's like those videos you see, like. Do Taco Bell trips high. Yeah. But no. Have you seen those videos where, like, the dude drives up to the drive through window and they're all smoking a joint in the car and the dude is driving passes it to the dude in the window and he's just, like, looking around, like, am I going to get caught? Am I going to get in trouble? I've seen that happen when I worked at Taco Bell. It's a Taco Bell fucking thing. Um, then you always have the stoner guys that come to the drive through, like, welcome to Taco Bell. What can we get you? Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, you're running up my my drive through times. Uh, do, you, do you need to pull back around the? Do, do you need to go around the building? Yeah, let's do menu online. Yeah, we're gonna pull around the building. Let's sit in the parking lot and look at the menu. I'm like, okay, uh, it's Taco Bell and rocket science, but whatever you need to do. Uh, you had an article you found. I did have an article I found. Um, it caught my eye, and I was really like, whoa, about it. You know, it was in the Rolling Stone magazine, and it was written yesterday. Um, there is this group in California, of course, California, but there's this group in California and they call themselves the Sisters of the Valley. Now, when you, when you hear that, what do you think about? 
sisters. Out of the Cal the like the California Valley, like Valley Girls. So yeah. I I'm trying to keep a more PG burn because that's not actually what my mind goes to. But I mean Probably where the name comes from is probably the Sisters of the Valley from the California Valley, so they're probably stoner nuns. Is that is that what you first think about? Like, because that's not what I thought about. I just thought, oh, they're a group of nuns. What else? What about, what about a group well, of nuns? Well, when you say Sisters of the Valley, there's two things that pop into my mind. One's D&D. So yeah. the Sisters of the Valley, which makes them sound like they're coming from a Grand Canyon-esque area, and that they're actually hag witches, so they're really just Sisters of the Valley, or really oh, just yeah, hag yeah. witches in a gulge. But what my brain immediately thinks about is porn. And so, Sisters of the Valley is they're just lesbian nuns. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of insinuating. There's something about nuns in there somewhere. But yeah, like, sisters, um, also, like, if you're in a coven, you're, you call each other sister. True. Um, like, which is. Yeah. Typically. Some cults call each other sisters and brothers and different religions do that. So, yeah, like. I don't think about Far Cry 5. Yeah, I honestly, I honestly thought of nuns or um, like. Um, but yeah, like, I didn't figure out the pot smoking part and it really caught me off guard. And I was like, what? Um, they're, an enclave, they're an enclave of uh, self proclaimed sisters. Wait, wait, hang on. Say that E word again? Enclave. Yeah, enclave. Enclave. Like in the Fallout games, the enclave. Speak. I can't speak. The dry mouth's getting me. I have this. I have a loved one. Okay. They're an enclave of self-proclaimed sisters who are in business of spreading spirituality and selling healing cannabinoidal products. Like, uh, Sister Kate, she was the founder of the sect. Oh, Christ. I'm going to eat them all now. Sorry oh, no. if you hear the little noises. I have to write in this tin of mints. But they are, uh, Sister Kate was the founder of the sect. And she said, Christianity is dying all around us. What are people going to do? They're going to need spirituality in their life. We need it for meaning. We're very spiritual beings walking a physical path, and so for that reason, we will find ways to connect, and we're just one example of that. Another thing that comes to mind is, like, the Satanic Temple, and the Satanic Church, and some of the, um, the Wiccan and Celtic group, Celtic, Celtic, the Wiccan and Celtic groups that are popping up now and having their gatherings in mass, mm -hmm. because... Yeah, Christianity is not being so dominant anymore. In the past couple of years, somebody who identified under the pagan umbrella, you were more likely to find one of them than someone who had identified as Christian in certain areas of the United States. It's crazy. And so they're like, okay, um, what do we kind of do about this? And I kind of wrote this out of order. But uh, Sister Kate was the one who had started it. Yeah. She grew up in a Catholic family. She was comfortable around nuns. She knew a lot about it. Never really decided to take, you know, take up the faith that way. Mm -hmm. But um, around the time the Obama administration was fighting for, like, healthier foods in schools, foods, uh, the schools were saying that, like, pizza sauce is a serving of vegetables, technically. Because mm -hmm. that's back when tomatoes were a vegetable, not a fruit. And... And, and Sister Kate was like, well, hell, if, if pizza's a vegetable, I'm a fucking nun. Is literally exactly <laughs> what she said. If pizza is a vegetable, I am a fucking nun. Because it's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. It's all about what you think and feel it is. And that's like an amazing feeling, right? So, 
And one of her friends um, reminded her of a nun costume that she had in her closet. And she was going to a protest. She's like, well, what the hell? What, what if I dress up as a, at a protest? It was a, um, I think it was called an armored protest. Mm-hmm. And she went there dressed like a nun. And people, like, she was afraid people were going to think she was crazy. But, like, who's to say what the new age generation of nuns is going to look like? Yeah. So, basically, this, that's where this all springboarded from, of, like, who's to say they don't smoke weed? Who's to say they don't, like, you know, practice, like, peaceful, you know, living with with nature, right? Mm -hmm. And so, there's an acre of farmland out there with two buildings on the property. And one of them is where Sister Quinn resides. She's one of the original sisters that started this. And um, they have potted really tall cannabis plants that they grow and cultivate and even plant for, like, the cycles of the moon. They'll mm-hmm. follow the moon cycles for when to plant, when to harvest, when to water it, um, when to fertilize. And they sell their, their tinctures. And they don't call... When everything gets processed in the second building, that they refer to as the Abbey, Catholic Connection there, hey. too, um, where they make all of their can- uh, cannabinoidal... Tinctures and rubs and things. This sounds very similar to the monks who would uh, make alcohol yeah. and sell it so they could do repairs to the church. It was medicine then. It became medicine and they sold it and it went back to them to help yep. create this. Al- the alcohol wasn't medicine. No, but I'm saying with the with these yeah, with with the, the Sisters with, of the Valley. Yeah, with the Sisters of the Valley, yes, it's medicine. I thought that was so cool. You know? Mm-hmm. It's really cool, and I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm not like as like woo because I'm really tired right now. Um, yeah, I open. Um, yeah, that is really cool, and you know that is a good fair point. Is who's gonna say with this current generation of like nuns and sisters and priests, you know, in any sect or religion, you're gonna look like. And they, 50 years ago, you couldn't have a priest with any single tattoo. Now I've seen some priests that are tatted up like vi- like stereotypical Vikings, or like their arms are completely covered in neck. Ha- they have neck tattoos, and they're and they're they're pastors and ministers, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's the same like workforce environment argument where people are like, "Oh, you can't have tattoos and colored hair in the workforce." That doesn't work. Who says? Who says? Who says what the next generation looks like? And if I love what she said here about um, that, what are we going to do? Christianity is dying, what are people going to do? We need spirituality in our lives. We are spiritual beings. And even if you are part of the people who say you don't believe in anything, you still have a philosophy. You still have a connection with those people about that specific thing. It doesn't matter if you're an atheist or if you're an agnostic or if you're Jewish or if you're a Satanist. It doesn't matter. Because there's always that spirituality of some section of what you believe and what happens. So, yeah, like, it's crazy to think about that, you know? Yeah. yeah I thought that was just really cool. It's really, really cool. You okay with it? Yeah, I'm just, I'm really tired. This, this one thing that, it, like, it took points off for this train is, I was told it was supposed to be really high and, like, lifting. This one makes you really tired for some reason. Oh, I didn't give my star review. No, you didn't. I'm sorry. It's okay. For this tropical thunder, I forgot it. I love how it makes me feel. It feels like fucking dirt. <laughs> you just took dirt from the flower bed and shoved it in your bowl and lit it on fire. Dirt and grass, okay? Like, you mowed the lawn after it rained grass, mowed muddy crap. Ew. That. Okay. 
So I took a point off for that, simply because I don't like that at all. And I'm used to being like, with a lemon kush headband, it was lemony, it was citrusy, and I had those citrusy terps in there, and this is just fucking dirt. It makes me feel really nice. So, I'd say like probably three and a half or four out of five stars. It's a really great feeling, I just can't get over that fucking, that fucking dirt flavor enough to be able to say, I'm going to smoke this every fucking day. Yeah. But that lemon G made me feel well enough, and it tasted good, so I wanted to smoke it every fucking day. It just tastes like fucking dirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I can find something that makes me feel the same way and doesn't taste like fucking dirt, that'll probably be a five out of five. Okay. The hunt for the perfect strain for us. You know, there, there's there's this thing on Leafly where you can actually, like, break down what your perfect strain is. You can make your perfect strain yeah. there, too. And you can recommend it to try to be recreated if it hasn't happened yet. Right. I, mean, I want to do that. It's so cool. Get a strain named after you, babe. Can we call it here? Yeah, what's yeah. Pretty good. Oh, really? That was yeah. wild. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry. <coughs> sorry. I'm, I'm tired. I gotta be up early in the morning. It's how you're I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. Is that okay? I just need to make sure I wake up early enough. And also, I do need to shower. I think. That's fine. I. Well, well, well. I don't like that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you want to call it here. Yeah, we'll call it here. I don't know how far we were going. I don't know what time it was. I don't know anything. Just suddenly we were talking and having a great time. Yeah, that's usually what this podcast does, though. Um, do you have any Skittles? I do have a Skittle. Um, there was somebody who interacted with us on Instagram when I posted a picture of our Christmas tree ornaments, our Yule tree ornaments, however, whatever. Um, mm. We had our Merry Christmas ornament and the purple ornament beside it on our black Christmas tree. Yeah. And they were like, hey, can I use this? And I was like, yeah, just, we were just like, yeah, just go ahead and tag us. That's cool. And I went over to their page and liked their stuff. And their, 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 uh, their Instagram name is Pot Princess LA. All one word, all lowercase. And they're super cool. And just thanks for interacting with us and showing, you know, you, you look at our stuff. Thank you for pressing the buttons <laughs> and saying all the things. That's how you become our skill. Uh, mine's mom. Mom. Yeah, because like mom, mom's just like super cool and like super supportive. She always has been. Yeah. And like, she, we're we're looking to have kids here in the near future. You know, once we get everything kind of settled. And she gave me this really amazing tip a couple years ago because I asked her like, how come, like, you are so different from a lot of the other gay queer kids that I'm friends with parents. And she goes, the, the, from what I've learned, and it was basically taking what I had and not realizing what was wrong, it was basically the way you should raise kids is have the expectation of them to be healthy and happy. And don't even mean really happy, but you just know that they're, whatever they do, Whatever they choose to do is going to be what they believe is best for them. So you have no expectations other than they're healthy and happy. Yeah. And that's, and that's good loved, obviously. That's the way to raise kids. Just make sure they're happy, healthy, and loved. And don't have any, don't try to live vicariously through them. Mm-hmm. Don't try to push your expectations of yourself onto them when you're your age or whatever. Exactly. That's toxic as fuck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're going to call it here. It's been a, Late, little bit of a late night episode. 
It's been a fun episode. Today's new show time. I'm starting to wind down. I want to get some snacks and brush my teeth and shower and go to bed. Well, we'll we'll see you guys in the next episode. And uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next year. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hi, everybody. This is Raven post-editing the podcast. Uh, First thing I want to say, I do apologize for uploading this a day late. Um, between my health and there's just not getting a lot of sleep and me being a little under the weather, I didn't get a chance to edit the podcast on time like I normally like to, so I'm, I'm editing and uploading a little later than normal, so I do apologize for that. Um, but I do want to say that I, as of this moment, as I'm recording this podcast, which is, um, seven in the evening. Um, I have actually used my Magical Butter Machine and have used the gummy kit that comes with it. And I kind of wanted to give a review of that. Um, my first thing is the Magical Butter Machine. Um, uh, the instructions are a little hard to read. Um, I had to go to the YouTube videos to kind of understand what all they were getting because they weren't really that... Um, there wasn't all of it. It was just certain parts of it. They were kind of like written like ham radio instructions and got a little confusing for me, um, but that, that's not a huge loss, it's not a big thing I'm going to take away from it, it was just things where I would have liked a little more explanation on, um, the YouTube videos they supply themselves actually helped a lot, so that kind of makes up for it, um, the machine is really nice, it's really once you get the hang of it, very intuitive, very, like, easy to go, it's labeled on what you want to make, on what temperature ranges, there's a little notebook cheat sheet for you, um, now, I was surprised with some of the stuff that it, uh, the kits I have didn't come with sunflower lectin at all, um, which is understandable because that's a bit pricey, but, you know, for these things you want to make, sunflower lectin is a big part of it, um, so I'm actually surprised it didn't come with the kits. Um, I used the gummy kit today, and I made a tincture with it because I didn't have sunflower lectin, so I couldn't make the coconut butter uh, infusion or the butter infusion like I wanted to, um, because they would have required some lectin that I just didn't have, and I didn't have a chance to go get it yet. Um, so I used the tincture, um, and I found 150 proof, um, it's not Everclear brand, it's something like Everclear, um, but 150 proof grain alcohol, and I infused it. Now, I had only used a gram, because that's all I had to, I can use right now, the recipe calls for 14 to 28 grams and a uh, decarbed, which I use the decarb box for, which I really like, um, and two to five cups of 150 proof grain alcohol. I use the minimal line and I use the gram that I had because, state of Pennsylvania, you're limited on the amount you're allowed to have of flour and any medical supply, so I didn't want to buy a whole lot uh, to do this with. But, um, Gummy cake was really nice. Um, I felt like I used too much of the gummy mix for this recipe because I had to, it was called for the whole pouch. So I used the whole pouch and I made a ridiculous amount of gummies that are probably super low on uh, potency. But I mean, that's okay because I'm just going to use these as kind of like quick grab and goes um, before work probably. Uh, so my anxiety isn't too bad before work. Um, probably that's what my wife's going to do as well. Um... But it, it's 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 nice once you get the hang of it. Um, 
really nice machine. Um, the kit and everything it gave to you is really nice. The 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 glove that they give you kind of feels weird on the inside. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Alex, my wife, didn't really like that at all. But I mean, it doesn't bother me a whole bunch. Um, it has a nice system and everything. I really like it. I'm glad I have it. Um, but the drawback is because I had to use the 150 proof alcohol. I even with boiling everything, even with it, I still taste the alcohol really, really strongly. And I think it's because I only used a gram. But that's all I could be used a lot. So, I mean, I, if they had a recipe online that was like, here's how you make a smaller batch without having, because like, you still have to use a minimal amount of alcohol or whatever you're using to make the recipes. I wish there was like a way you could do smaller batches. Um... Because I just, I just don't have that much weed right now, and honestly, a lot of it's because of money and the holidays and everything, but I also don't want to break the law and mix it with strains, and I didn't feel great buying, like, 14 grams worth. That's, like, that's like I get hit with a um, potential selling kind of suit on me or, or uh, arrest or something like that, so that, that's where it was a little drawback for me, personally, but, I mean, the gummies taste nice. I still taste the alcohol, but I'm sure that would, you know, leave eventually. Um, planning on putting sugar on them, so hopefully that would help. Um, but I haven't tried anything else because of the sunflower lectin I'm missing, so, I mean, it would have been nice to know about that a little ahead of time, I guess, because my wife thought it came with it. Um, but other than that, it's a really cool machine. I, you, it's literally just set it and forget it kind of thing. Um, really intuitive, really nice. Um, I kept checking the outside. Uh, to ensure that if my cats got close to it, they wouldn't hurt themselves. It says caution, you know, these things can be hot, but even with the four hours running at 130-something degrees, it stayed relatively cool on the outside, so I really like that. It's probably just a warning once you do the eight hours and a lot higher temperature to be on the safe side, you know, to protect themselves and other people. Um, but yeah, it's a really nice machine. It, I think... Honestly, all in all, I would definitely recommend this to anyone who wants to do infusions. Um, I haven't done a whole lot of infusions. I've only done the gummies so far. But I really, really like it, and I really think it's going to be a big staple of my uh, edible making process from here on out. Um, just because it takes a lot of the um, guess, guessing out of it. Um, so, I mean, I wish you could decarb and take care of everything in the machine itself. That would have been cool. Um, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. I think just because I can't decarbonate it, and I've heard that Levo 2 you can, correct me if I'm wrong about that, um, it, it's, it's going to be like a 4.5 out of 5, and I never give anything a 5 out of 5, to be honest, because I don't think anything is perfect, um, which is fine. I'm not expecting everything to be perfect, but a 4.5 out of 5 is probably going to be the best you'll ever get out of me. Um, but that being said... Even with, like, the little negatives there are, I would highly, highly recommend this to anybody that would want one, anything infusion. Um, I have to see what my mom's Levo 2 is like to have a comparison. But, I mean, it's good. I'm probably going to keep buying the gummy kits just so I don't screw up on anything on my end. Because, I don't know, if just making gummies the way I was making them were uh, bad or what. I don't know. But... Yeah, definitely would do this again. Definitely would make more again. Um, definitely going to try some other stuff once I get the sunflower lectin. So, highly doubt. 
I would tell people not to get this. I would actually be a very big advocate for people getting this. So if you know someone who's trying to make edibles uh, in your life, definitely give them the Magical Butter Machine. Um, I really like it. It's small. It's compact. It's really, you know, nestled away. I like the design. It matches my uh, electric pedal that I have. It's the same type of metal. Um, I don't know what the metal is exactly, but it's the same kind of metal. It keeps it cool on the outside unless it's running at high temperatures. So, I mean, I would love for, you know, other people to get this machine. And I might be getting this as a gift to someone down the road. But I definitely would get this, and I would definitely support Magical Butter as a company. And even if this is not just cannabis infusing, I would love to make garlic butter in this. Um, I actually think I will make garlic butter in this. Um, so that, that's that's my quick review. I just kind of want to get like that out there because I know I want to talk about it. Um, it's just between the last couple of days I never got a chance to. Um, if anybody from Magic Butter is hearing this, definitely hit me up uh, on our podcast, email, or whatever. I'll shoot you guys messages here again soon. But definitely would love love to work with you guys because I know you guys make a lot of really cool videos online on your Instagram and everything. Um, you do a lot of really good events out in California um, and stuff. We work with events, I should say. Uh, would love to see you guys work with Green Bitch Society out here on the East Coast, um, Pennsylvania. Love to see something there, but... Um, yeah, it was really cool. I've only made a tincture, so I'll probably be making butter and stuff here soon once I get paid next. I get so far left in. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up and hope you guys are having a great day and happy new year.